0: Across the rainbow bridge of Asgard, where the booming heavens roar, you'll behold in breathless wonder, the god
1: of thunder, Mighty
0: Thor! Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of Across the Bifrost, the Mighty Thor podcast, where on each and every episode we explore the world of Marvel's Mighty Thor. Welcome to this week's throwback episode. We are going to be jumping into Journey Into Mystery 124. We are just a few issues away from this turning over to just plain the Mighty Thor. Very excited about that. And we've got a really interesting, really fun issue to talk about today. Joining me in this conversation is throwback series stalwart Eric Bennett and we have a brand new guest Ross Lawhead is here uh Eric fill in maybe a first-time listener or a lapsed listener who who is Eric Bennett what is the
1: essence of Eric Bennett tonight oh the essence of Eric Bennett is a comic book geek <laughs> the same as everybody else yes <laughs> <laughs> that's the and, um, it's a pleasure to be here again as always these are a lot of fun
0: Uh, and ross is a newbie on this show so uh ross is joining us all the way from scotland tonight and uh ross we're so glad to have you man
2: hey it's great to be here this is going to be a whole lot of fun i've been looking forward to this
0: so both of you are comic book creators and both of you have uh, put together your own books, and you've put in the, uh, the, the sweat and the tears and the hard work to create these. And so tonight, I, I really want to you know, maybe take listeners behind the scenes on some of the things we're going to see in this book, uh, because I, I just know you guys are up to the task. So let's jump into our first issue. We are going to be talking about Journey into Mystery 124, as uh, we have said this issue is entitled "The Grandeur and the Glory," one of those uh, fantastic uh, hyperbolic titles uh, that try to make the the circumstances of the issue seem big and boastful. You know, um, you know, standard Silver Age Marvel fare. And the synopsis that we're going to read for this one is brief and not all too helpful. So we'll, we'll expound on this, but marvel.com says this about journey into mystery 124 don blake finally reveals his true identity as thor to jane foster and that's all you need Which to Which undersells it, i think <laughs> yeah, don't you think yeah. there's
2: more going on than that
0: <laughs> have a great night everybody <laughs> <laughs> uh of course we will we will add a little more detail than that because a lot I mean, more for her- a
2: start we've got freaking Hercules on the f- on the front cover here, which yeah. is a great image and is larger than Thor, I'm noticing in his own issue. It's
0: A big big enter Hercules, and he's right. taking up like half of the center of the cover. <laughs> it's not yeah,
1: the bottom of the cover like oh yeah, by the way, here's Thor too. Oh yeah, God, he's, God, he's God, almost God. like
2: crouching to get into the cover because uh exactly he's
0: <laughs> <crouched> off <laughs> otherwise. Like I'm 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 here too. Hi. There is a. I'm sure you both know this, but there's a great Walt Simonson era cover where uh, Hercules is pushing Thor out of the frame. Oh yeah, like, oh
1: yeah.
0: Walt Simonson is on vacation this month, and so is Thor. Yeah, <laughs> and Hercules takes over the book. Yeah, that's one of my favorite, one of my favorite Thor covers. But yeah, it's phenomenal cover. Big, bold, um, you know, strong-looking uh, rendering of Hercules on the cover. We're going to see him towards the end of the book. This this issue of Journey into Mystery is produced and put together by our, our familiar cast of characters uh, on the writing and art team. Those are Stan, the Man, Lee, Jack, the King, Kirby, Vince, the Prince, Coletta, and Artie, Sugar Lips, simic <laughs> This opening oh, splash page. That-
1: and did
2: it again <laughs> <laughs> considering all the work that stan lee puts his letterers through he, he really gives him a hard time i mean there are a few people who are as verbose as uh stan lee maybe chris claremont but i don't know uh who can fill up a page with words
0: that is a great way of putting that there are a few people that are as verbose <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the, the place we'll, we'll, we'll kind of fill in the gaps of the, the story. Basically, what happens is uh, Thor uh, is drawn into this conflict with the demon, who is a villain that has shown up sporadically in the uh, previous uh, issues of Journey into Mystery. And at the end of the issue, uh, we know that he's getting ready for the actual physical combat to start. In the meantime, Thor reveals his identity to Jane because Jane has a legitimate complaint about Thor that whenever he says he's going to be somewhere he either doesn't show up he's gone for days weeks at a time and really guys it's beginning to irritate her and I don't blame her cuz he Don Thor whatever you want to call him he's pretty inconsiderate he he, he he's going to save the world but he's going to make the woman he loves hate him in in the meantime uh that's kind of Thor's main through line. Did you guys have any thoughts about that Thor's kind of trajectory in this issue?
2: Well, I think we can all relate to that, you know, um in our own personal life. <laughs> you know, we're always having to run off and save the world. But um, I mean, I do <laughs> want to get into that with uh because we're gonna see like the consequences of um of his actions with Odin later on. Yes. And I mean, this is still like quite early. I mean, are we even two years into Thor being a Marvel character yet? Or just past maybe?
0: We, we are past um, two years. Past yep. two
2: years. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I We all know Thor, of course. And I, I did go back and do some research for, for, for these issues. Um, but you guys will be able to tell me, was there a, a watershed mark where he stopped being Don Blake, dressed up as Thor, and just started being Thor? When did that happen? because
1: it's happened by now yeah it it was uh it was earlier um whenever he started going to meeting more of the asgardian gods it just sort of right it just sort of happened i can't think of the exact number yeah that's a good question look again
0: we'll have to go back and look that i mean now he's pretty firmly thor um yeah and every so often he disguises himself as Don Blake. I mean, he hasn't freaking worried about being a medical practitioner in a long time.
2: But I I like that dynamic better, the one that they settled on and then eventually retconned into his origin, um, is that he is the god who's been sent to like be taught humility essentially um, by by Odin, um, but I'm not sh- I don't know how much that's in this to start with because it kind of creeps in towards the end. I mean, are we yeah. getting too ahead? Am I getting ahead of
0: us? Uh, do we want to no. like, cover more ground before then? No, or? no, no, it's fine. No, 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 not at all. We're we're pretty free flowing on these. Because I do
2: want to point out that this has one of my favorite thought bubbles um, of all time in it, <laughs> oh, well. which I just decided it's on the next page. If you want to pick through it. Um, oh, I definitely do because you know this one. There's uh, It's great the ones. lady standing behind Thor who <sighs> says in her head, "Those shoulders, that voice, sigh." <laughs> she sighs <laughs> in sigh. her head. <laughs> the How director. do you sigh in a thought bubble? <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, there's um.
1: Uh, back on that first page though there was a couple things i want to hit on yeah absolutely um, first of all i mean it's, it's a great splash page uh, secondly if you look on the newsstand there are marvel comics on the newsstand Yep. now mm-hmm. we've known that within the marvel universe they make marvel comics it's <laughs> so crazy like they're called the marvel's comics because we've seen like Jack Kirby and Stan Lee do, doing the adventures of the Fantastic Four, talking to the Fantastic yeah. Four and stuff. Yes. So this is all sort of the within the universe there. But secondly, it's these uh, moments like this where Thor is standing on the street, reading a newspaper among the common man uh, that, that are great because it grounds him in that way. It's like a previous issue yeah. where he was sitting in the malt shop having a having a milkshake. Um, but it also goes back to actual mythology, whereas, you know, yes, the gods, they all lived in their cities, they all lived in their different realms, but a lot of the times with the Norse, especially, they believed that you, you could just encounter a god, like the gods would be walking the land like you are, mm-hmm. you know, and so mortals meeting Thor on the street just sort of fits in with yeah.
2: that. Yeah, and it's, it's a great, It's I mean, it's a Jack Kirby and he, he sells it so well. Um, like it's not a a strange angle. It's just like a lock camera view of eye line of Thor, but it's so. St- I mean, he's just standing reading a paper, but it's still so dramatic, and you can just sense the movement in it. Um, and just, it's just so understated and perfectly pitched um, that right. it just communicates, yeah, all that stuff that you just said.
0: His his stance is what uh, Eric, Eric and I would know. Uh, Chris Iverly would say majestic repose.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. yes. <laughs> uh, and- yeah. For those of you that are wondering uh, what issues are on the newsstand, I actually have a list of them right here. Um, oh, nice. on the newsstand, the three there's three covers that we see and they belong to Amazing Spider-Man number 33, Fantastic 4 47 and Strange Tales 141 all of all of these issues would have been released the same month as Journey into Mystery 124. So Perfect.
2: And so I know that Jack Kirby would have drawn that Fantastic Four cover. Um, yes. I don't know, he wouldn't have done Spider-Man obviously, but
0: uh,
2: would you say it was Stranger? Strange,
0: Strange Tales 141. Strange Tales. So yeah, it's uh, got Nick Fury
2: on it, I think.
0: Yeah, Nick Fury. Okay. It's got the the shield logo on it. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So old... hey, can I
2: break in here? Uh, because yeah. you mentioned Fantastic Four already. I um, <laughs> Another reason why I wanted to come on to the, the uh, throwback one is because I've uh, got a long running Fantastic Four blog series. um, Hmm. We're up to uh, issue, almost issue 200. Um, So I've been reading Fantastic Four chronologically. And um, yeah, uh, so Kirby loved uh, Fantastic Four obviously, um, but it was really interesting to see these uh, issues of Thor, because I feel like there's a lot more of a late Kirby vibe, uh, especially in the tales of Asgard that we'll get into just um, kind of like his, his style and where he's going and the kind of subject matter he likes to deal with. Um, so yeah, maybe we can we'll, we'll jump back into that. Cool. But, um, so-
0: a quick aside, because you've read 200 issues, which, bravo, uh, 200 <laughs> well, issues. I've read
2: more than that, but yeah, I've written about 200 mm-hmm. issues. But yeah. Okay,
0: you've you've done in-depth thought about mm. that many issues. <laughs> Do you have a favorite issue of Fantastic Four?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah, of course. All right. Yeah, favorite kind of runs and stuff and uh, art, art teams and, and all that. Um, I could probably pin it down to issue 285. Um, okay. If I was, because that's a standalone issue. And um, yeah, it's very emotional. And sorry, I got people uh, <laughs> up and down the stairs. Okay. No, it's, it's, uh, it's, if I was to, if anyone was to say, you know, give me one issue of Fantastic Four to read um, to convince me to keep going with it, I'd probably give them 285.
0: Which can you just for, for listeners who may maybe don't know can uh, tell what what goes on in that issue in that issue? Is that a yeah? Issue? Uh,
2: Johnny Storm, the Human Torch, visits a boy in the hospital who tried oh, to yes, like yes. him. Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. Yep. That, so right, if you want we can we can definitely share uh, the link to uh, Ross's Fantastic Four blog on our social media and. Uh, oh, you guys can go check that check that out all of the all of the work he's put into that um but we transition back to what's happening in our journey into mystery adventure uh Thor goes to the hospital and he reveals his identity to Jane and I wanted to talk about um Jane's look at that splash uh you know what Eric is right the fourth page of this uh this issue is a full page splash of thor taking off in flight and guy looks friggin awesome yeah. it's
1: great
2: i'm a sucker for a mid issue for a mid uh yeah, issue splash as well i think that's really effective if you do it right yep.
1: yep i agree
0: well so so you say effective there and i'd love to hear both of you on, on that uh midway through the book why is a full page splash something that Can be used to great effect
1: uh in a book it can it can uh uh set the mood uh give you the feeling that you're transitioning maybe from one act to another um Mm. basically just sort of get you pumped you know because you have some dialogue you got build up normal things happening and all of a sudden you can you know bam there's a that splash that's like okay Now things are happening.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, it really sets to underscore kind of what the themes are happening in the, in the writing. I mean, the traditional use is either to have like a splash at the beginning to set the scene or a splash at the end to make you want to buy the next issue, you know, to, to highlight the drama of that. But to, mm-hmm. to throw it in in the middle um, at a, you know, variant point um, is to draw attention to what's happening at that moment in a really big way.
1: I- well, it works but from a from a purely technical standpoint too. You get a lot of people who might not be experienced doing comics or aren't uh, comfortable. They may do too many splash pages in a
2: book. Yeah, or just who are established and just aren't that good. <laughs> um, there are a few artists that we could probably all name. Um, there, Eric Larson was talking about one other artist. Um, uh, he's like this guy draws like a rate of uh, one page every two days and you open up a comic and there's like one guy over two pages. Like what do you spend two days on the legs and then the two days on the rest of the body? (laughs) But um, yeah, so, I mean, you can overuse it, um, but I I don't think I've, I've rarely seen it overused. Um, And and then someone with Jack Kirby with his storytelling style. I mean, people talk about his draftsmanship, but he he knows about pace. Better than than a lot of other people as well, and you need economy of storytelling
1: too because it's like okay, if you're dedicating a full page to a splash, are you robbing the story of something that you might need to tell later, or mm-hmm. you know, is that moment really worthy of a splash? You know, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You used to great effect here, though, um, yes. to kind of set the set the mood of what is about to happen. Because um, there's this big moment where Thor is going to be incredibly honest and vulnerable with Jane. He's going to finally admit that he is Thor, he's actually going to transform in front of her. And uh, Jane is, um, Jane is very worried. Um, and she has some legitimate gripes here uh that don um has not been the most present uh e- even uh, since he told her that he loved her uh he just goes off for weeks at a time now if someone told me that they loved me and that they wanted to be with me and they appreciated me and they were gone for weeks without word that's a pretty jerk move so yeah, really and is. and jane has no idea why don is not there we do as the reader but jane as a character has no idea and she's just been through this traumatic kidnapping uh so a lot is happening to jane and don just leaves like for good reasons but to her he's just gone and he comes to this point where he finally shows her that he is thor and it all makes sense to her then everything makes sense um so this transformation guys uh like this reveal, that's obviously what the synopsis from Marvel.com highlights. But what do you guys think about the reveal that, you know, Jane finally knows truly how, who Don Blake is
1: uh, and who Thor truly is? I think they handled the moment really well. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Don is, is authoritative and says, you know, look, I know you're mad at me, but, you know, in one panel, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's a little maybe maybe dated as far as like chauvinistic, but he says, I command you to look. <laughs> yeah, you know? that, that one was like, maybe not, maybe not today. <laughs> My wife would turn to look at me and go, what? <laughs> Chivalry <good>. done.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the the buildup as well is pretty good. Um, so you had it on the screen there, but it was a good full page of kind of Jane in, in anguish. Oh, page in a, a little bit. Um, and you really do feel for her. You don't get the feeling that she's just, you know, a wilting wallflower who's just, you know, tied up. She, like you said, she's got a legitimate gripe, and yeah. uh, to to draw out that moment uh, is, I don't know, I find I find it very affecting. Um, and uh, yeah, then you get the the reveal um, again, kind of pushed to the bottom of the page. But um, the, the 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 sensation is that it's not the reveal that's the dramatic. Highlight it's what Jane's going through um, through those pages um, that is kind of where the real heart of the story is.
0: Yeah, I think I think one so one thing that I've noticed, and I think this is a, a pretty fair critique of Silver Age '60s comics is oftentimes women are not written very well, and uh, uh, or hmm. let's just say they're not written at all. Um, and if they are, it's very very simplistic and usually their dialogue, their action, whatever they have to do serves the male protagonist. Well, in this story, Jane is the focus and Uh it's Don Don is the one that has to react. He's the one that's put in the situation of like, no, she's right. And you've got to do something about it because she deserves an answer. Like everything, everything Don has put her through for, I don't know what, 30 plus issues. Now comes to a head, and he thankfully he does the right thing. We'll find out how he follows through with that later. But um, so his secret is out, and Odin is uh, pissed um, because to like, say the least. Yeah, I mean he's he's Odin sassy about it, um, as he <laughs> often is. Um, and and we, there's a there's a two page kind of uh, aside where we see Hercules. Zeus sends Hercules to Earth. Uh, and um, and Hercules uh, at the beginning of the next issue, he'll show up on Earth and uh, we get some great interactions with Hercules in the next issue. But then Thor zooms off to go face the threat of the demon. and. At the end of this issue we see that they're about to fight so we know that conflict is coming um do you guys have any last thoughts about the main story because i would love to jump into the tales of asgard um if you guys have no uh no other thoughts about the main story
2: i thought i was curious uh with the introduction of hercules that we see um he's not shown from favorable angles like the very first panel we've got him uh kind of with his shoulder turned away and the yeah. uh, Kind of a blur line obscuring his face. The next panel, he's kind of like he's got his hand and he's holding that weird scepter thing. So that's kind of that's that's an interesting move on Kirby's take, and I'm not sure what he's going for.
1: Um, yeah, like I maybe think they might have been counting on you, counting on you having read the annual before this, and so yeah. you sort of got your your Herc yeah. these dramatic moments there. So this is like, okay, you know this guy, so we're gonna do this.
0: Yeah, They're kind of. Yeah, along.
2: <laughs> that's right. Yeah
1: and um
0: i mean that the last panel we actually see of hercules in this issue is a great smaller panel i'll enlarge it for the guys on the chat um great starry you know starry sky uh and hercules standing um standing just you know powerfully on the mountain of olympus ready to head off to to earth uh just I love these backgrounds. These backgrounds yeah. make me happy. Um, I want my entire studio just wallpapered in these type of backgrounds with stars. Yeah. Bursts Kirby of Crackle and bursting Absolutely. supernovas. Yeah, I, I don't think I, 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 Eric, since our last episode, I have legitimately asked my wife about getting a poster of that Asgard uh, map from the annual Oh, my gosh. That, so nice. I got to figure out if the local printer can blow it up and <laughs> oh, it'll be great. Um, but uh, we come to the Tales of Asgard. And this is really, um, Ross mentioned it earlier, and we've talked about this on several issues. I mean, this, this is where you see Jack Kirby's, like, his love for the, for the, for the material come out. Um, these Tales of Asgard are just, they're so great. And they're compact. So you get a lot of bang uh, for, the, for the small page space that it takes up. But basically, we're still on this journey to find out why the Odin Sword is cracked and why Ragnarok is coming. And um, we run into our next kind of villain of the, of the month, the Trolls of, of Thyreme. I think that's how you pronounce it. Thryreme. I don't know. Uh, Queen Ula sends her flying like insect troll guys uh, the, the the minions uh, sends them after uh, the crew because they've they've wandered into into her land and she doesn't like that. Very simple kind of premise for the next conflict. Uh, the the page that I really want to talk about at the end is uh, is my guy Volstag, who <laughs> he blows the he blows the horn in celebration uh, because Balder you know Balder saved them from the jaws of the dragon and in the background you see all the trolls flying towards the ship and all of the warriors of asgard draw their swords with volstagg you see volstagg's eyes in the in the frame and the the asgardian warriors say weapons in hands for for odin and for asgard and volstagg said stop Sheathe thy weapon surely i did not play the horn so badly <laughs> Just, awesome Volstagg stuff I mean he's uh he's truly a joy in these tales of Asgard but guys any thoughts about the tales of Asgard as we kind of wrap this one
1: up uh a couple quick thoughts from me uh the the trolls of Threeheim. yeah uh wow do they look like parademons boy do they
0: yes right
1: Right? they're totally Um, parademons (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and secondly the queen herself uh Queen Ula Yes. I don't know if you're familiar, but if you've read uh, uh, the limited series from Dynamite called Kirby Genesis, I have there's not. a character in there that Kirby did. Uh, I don't know that he ever did anything with her. They took a lot of his concepts and just sort of ran with them in that stuff that might not mm-hmm. have had a whole lot behind it. There's a character in there he, he created called the Lightning Lady, and she commands a swarm. Huh. And if oh, you great. look at and if you look at the Lightning Lady, why wow, do they look similar to one another? Oh, okay. Interesting.
2: I'm also getting kind of shades of Hella as well.
0: Um, yes, yes. I, I was, I, You know what's crazy? We all three we looked at the same image and we came away with different impressions. I, when I looked at the headdress, I thought Carnella, the Norn Queen. Um, oh, I can the, see that too. The ornate headdress, um, but yeah, she's. I mean she's gonna be a a bit of an obstacle for the guys as they're on this journey to find some answers. So we come to the end where we do our little segment, would you read this or leave this? So I I will let let Eric go first, uh, then Ross, if you would do the honors second, and I'll I'll wrap it up. And we just kind of give you our opinions about whether you should read this or leave this if you're gonna read an old Thor comic this week.
1: Oh, 100 percent read this. Uh, sometimes these Thor books, uh, or even any of the books can feel a little bit dated from the, from the '60s, but the minute you throw Hercules and Thor in there together, they're the same then as they are now, and it just reads so well. and yeah, 100 percent recommended. Ross, how yeah, about I couldn't have you know? put it better. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah, I couldn't put it better. Um,
2: yeah. Seems pivotal, like yeah, you got uh, Hercules on the scene, and I would say yeah, just from the emotional standpoint as well. Like, it just grabbed my heart. So
0: yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah, I, I would also say read it. And to add to what uh, Eric said, um, one of the reasons I would is for Jane's story. I know I've come back to that a few times already, but it it she's written well in this issue. She's written really well, actually. So I think if you want to see maybe a more fleshed out a female portrayal in a Silver Age comic, this would be a great place to start. Um, So yeah, this issue, read it, uh, because Hercules shows up, and I know we're not done seeing him. He's going to show up in the next issue that we're going to cover in the Throwback series, but until you join us for 125 of Journey Into Mystery, the last issue of Journey Into Mystery uh, under that title, uh we hope that uh you've enjoyed this episode thank you for joining us thank you for ross and eric joining me on this episode uh we recommend one thing you do uh before you uh meet us again aboard the rainbow bridge check out the link in our episode description we got some new stuff up on patreon that i'm really excited about we've got a new little series that i'm going to do every once in a while where I'm going to give you some of my versions of these stories, where I'm going to start putting up uh, little short stories that I'm writing, The Untold Tales of Asgard. So just a way for me to exercise my writing muscles. Eric and I talked about one of the first stories I did, and uh, hopefully you can enjoy it if you're one of our Patreon members, if you're part of our Thor Corps For a few dollars, you can get all the bonus material that I have to offer you. Uh, So that'd be a great way to support the show and something to do until we see you aboard the Rainbow Bridge next time. Thank you to the guys. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And as I always wish you, going out of these episodes, stay worthy.